Steve! It's America's favorite dessert. Did you forget to delete the first part of last week's script? I did. Steve! It's your birthday again! Yeah, one day closer to the Great Beyond. That's right, the Great Beyond, your favorite annual sale at Bed Bath & Beyond. Watch out, pillows, here comes Steve. Steve! That's my name. Don't wear it out. Steve, 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 Chris, 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 Steve! This is where my monologue goes. I say lots of clever stuff here. The funniest stuff is inspired by my faith in my personal god, Chad Kroger, lead singer of Nickelback. That's right, I, Chris Miller, worship Nickelback, lead singer and Reviewniverse spiritual ghostwriter, Chad Kroger. Now let's Chad Goger on down to... The Reviewniverse. Welcome to the Review Universe, everyone. I'm Chris. I'm Steve. And this obviously, is po- and this is a podcast about two sixty-nining men who have been hired to review everything in the universe. Um, backstory here: This is episode <laughs> sixty-nine, and Chris was real upset that I didn't mention that at all. In the was opening. I real upset, or did I just say, "Oh, you didn't write anything about"? 69 you were disappointed. In here. Uh, slightly, uh, because it because we didn't plan it as such for episode sixty nine to be your birthday episode. So but you're happy that I didn't make a comment about this uh, quote unquote happy coincidence that I'm pretty I'm pretty happy is, that what that a funny sex joke is uh, on the same. I mean, as my we had our fill party. of funny sex jo- sex jokes the last episode where we watched that American Pie film. So I understand why you didn't want to make the joke. I was a little uh, sex joked out. Yeah, uh, moose moose jizz. Yep, that was in the movie. <laughs> Implied. Was it implied? Well, well, we didn't ever see the moose ejaculate into Scott Stifler. Okay. But they still, you know, did did that thing. So this is a podcast where Steve and I have been hired to review everything in the universe. Welcome, first-time listeners. Thank you. Uh, Including (laughs) including me, Chris Miller. I've never Never heard this before. before. But I do have to say to those noobs out there um, that... Uh Uh-huh. I'm sorry. <laughs> Are you okay? Did yes. You... Uh, my brain just broke a little bit. I saw that. Normally, we get sent reviews every episode by our bosses, the Helens, who send us stuff through a pneumatic tube system. However, twice a year, things get a little crazy. A little. They, they allow me and Steve on our respective birthdays, put the lighter away, to choose any and all reviews for the episode. Mm-hmm. That falls on our birthday. Yeah. Pretty exciting. Is it? Um, I think so. Cool. Bye. I see you. But Steve and I um, have decided to continue this tradition, and Steve has chosen all the reviews for this episode, haven't you, Steve? Uh, pretty much. Wowie zowie, you yeah. son of a fuck. Uh, you leave. That's not very nice. I leave? My parents have this. <laughs> you leave. <laughs> you, <laughs> leave. you leave. You point to the door. I just, you leave. Go there's out a, here. Wait, there's a door in our room? I mean, it's a mail slot. It just slot. opens to a brick wall, too, though. Right. right. But again, mail slot. Mail. Yep. Well, we're males. It's true. It's, all... it's, our, it's a slot just for us. <laughs> mail slot. <laughs> so when you spell it M-A-L-E slot, it's mm-hmm. gross. <laughs> 
I mean, not if it's functional. <laughs> also, slot is like a gross name for like a bot, like a crevasse in your body, right? Uh, yes. <laughs> Isn't it? Uh, Chris, uh, it's me, Dr. Leishman. Okay. Um, I didn't know you had I, your doctorate, but... Well, in medicine. And, what? Yep. Uh, That's what I'm, you get? Mm-hmm. I'm a slotologist. Okay. And, uh, I, are you talking about slots of body parts, or are you talking I'm about talking Vegas about, slots? Uh, crevasses, as okay. you as you had said. I, I, I minored undergrad in Vegas slots. But. Okay. So you you, minor, you majored in slots and minored in slots. Yes, I'm a double slot uh, guy. And <laughs> That didn't sound very scientific. I have a, but... I have a dual slot degree. It's, oh, okay. It's, um, gotcha. That it's, sounds more it's scientific. pretty rare. For sure. Anyway, um, I called you in today because your test results came back, and technically, uh, technically, we're you have, were already in the same room. You just you just sat down and started talking at me. So, yeah, but, but I continue. also but in my I'm head, I blanked you out in my head, and I'm splitting hairs. I called fine. you back, and um, I, I I called you back here to say uh, your test results came back. Okay, and um, an you have an infected male slot. Where? Tell me where my slot is infected in your crevasse which one up or down left my left your crevasse left crevasse is infected it's infected <sighs> it's you have a, a pussy slot you know doc a pussy male slot you know steve that can doc? only be cured by inserting celery and peanut butter with raisins into it really that's weirdly specific look who's the slotologist here? you are do you I'm have not... a double do you have a dual slot degree a double d degree yeah do you <laughs> no well then I just always thought you were talking about Pamela Anderson when you s- talked about your double D's. That's, that's, sometimes I am. <laughs> okay. So you gotta, you gotta delineate. I need to know which one you're, when you're talking about Pam Anderson. Right, but I, I just sort of assume that since we're here in my medical office that we it's would our, not be Again, our room about. that you just sat down in and uh, you put, you know, a cross on the wall. You thought it was, uh, you know, a, the medical, like, like uh, look, it took me a long time health to, cross, but it's a Jesus cross. It, so. look, it took me a long time to learn calligraphy with crayons to create my real degree that's behind me in a frame made out of toothpicks. I mean, and it's, popsicle sticks. it's real in as so far as that you're like it's a piece of paper with writing on it. You need to get your slot cleaned. Okay, can can you give me the celery, peanut butter, and raisins then? I cannot. I'm allergic to nuts. You're not. Uh-huh. You liar. Uh, <laughs> that was a your long medicine. bit. That was well, a really long bit. because you didn't bail on it. <laughs> That's true. That's what happens when I don't bail on the bit. It just keeps going. They just, they just happen. Um, hey, what are... <laughs> I made you laugh when you were taking a sip. Was it the hay? <laughs> it's the hay because it's usually your your transitional hay of... At the end? Of, of the end, and I think it was two weeks ago, and you were just... It, you you kind of did it uncontrollably a few times, <laughs> yeah, and it yeah. just made me laugh. It, I can't it's stop just a it. Sign of your brain just like farting. No, it's it's my like hey, transition. Uh, what I, are, yeah, was I exactly. doing? <laughs> I don't know what else to do. So yeah. that's... hey, what the heck's going on? Oh yeah, <laughs> hey, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a long one too. The hey, yeah, that was. <laughs> but what yeah. reviews do you have set up for us today, Steve? You so, don't have to tell us all three up top. I guess just start with the first one. So the first one I would like to uh, accomplish. Okay. Is I'm to, a little scared. You should be. So oh you have made fun of me in the past. Mm-hmm. Constantly about everything. Right. That's that that that's. I just wanted to confront you about okay. this. <laughs> Thank you. No, but uh, you have you have. Uh, I guess we'll say constructively criticized. <laughs> um, let me backtrack. A okay. Little bit. There, <laughs> this needs a lot of backstory. There apparently. once was a man named Jared. Okay. Who's that? Whose computer was filled with 
pornography. What is? What are you talking about? He was a Subway spokesman. Oh, God. We're going to Subway. I, <laughs> what? Why are we I going to on the Subway? Limerick. Sorry for making fun of you on Limerick. It's hard on the spot. <laughs> well, why are we going to Subway? Because I want to treat you to, and I know it's my birthday and you should be paying, but oh, no. I'm going to treat you to my Subway order, which you always make fun of me for. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, to the point that I, actually you, well, you and Gene bought me a, a Christmas present with mm-hmm. my Subway order on it. Uh, do you want to do you want to recite your subway order for everyone? Yeah, and I, I I truthfully have to look it up. I, I, <laughs> I have remember. to have the ingredients in front of me. It's because oh, I know it. This came to light in our sandwiches episode, which was like uh, last year October, where Steve told us his subway sandwich like order. It's a totally normal thing because it is a totally normal. And it's thing. the most horrifying subway sandwich order I've ever heard. And to be fair, I usually get it after several beers. Okay, <laughs> uh, it here is, it is. Uh, tuna, mm-hmm. sweet onion sauce, jardinera. Banana peppers, mustard, pickles on the cheese bread. Oh, my God. That sounds like Occasionally, the I get provolone. Occasionally, <laughs> okay. I get provolone. Okay. Uh, and not toasted. Really? You want hot tuna? Oh, good point. Yeah. I guess sometimes. I would do yeah, I guess tuna. I could tuna, tuna melt. melt. Yeah. I don't like tuna melts. Uh, really? So, yeah. So, what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead. Uh, we'll, we'll take a little trip on to the old subway. Okay. Uh, to go to Subway. I'm going to, if you don't mind, do something different. I want to document us going to Subway, so I'm going to record as With we, a video? Uh, no, just, just audio. I think video is cooler. Yeah, but I'm putting, I'm going to insert it in the podcast, and we can't put video in a podcast. So. Uh, have you ever heard of TV? I have. Well, then great. <laughs> Thank you. Just checking. Um, yeah, uh, but I'm going to record our trip to Subway. It'll be cute. All right. But before we do, okay. Um, I have... A monologue I'd like to read to you. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I found this on Reddit. Um, it is just a good summation of Subway in general. Okay. I had a feeling we might be going to Subway, so I prepared this for us. Okay. It's slightly long, well, but here it is. Let me know what you think. I'll just sit back and um, let my words wash over my, my, pub, my Here publi. we go. You enter a Subway store, and it's deserted, slightly too cool to be comfortable, slightly too damp to feel clean, and slightly too bright to feel inviting. There is only one lonely employee who sheepishly pockets their tiny electronic escape window as the sound of the door drags them back to reality. They do their best not to look at you for those awkward ten seconds as you walk to the counter before you're close enough to order. They give you their greeting, ask you what you want, and you begin scanning their workspace. The bins of raw ingredients are sitting askew, separated by steel walls, yet careless hands have dropped some of each on all the others. The preparation area is littered with crumbs and bits of lettuce, maybe the odd olive or onion piece here or there that has wedged itself in the crack between the food trays and the cutting board. This could have been cleaned up while nobody was here, but minimum wage buys minimum effort. For one second, you wonder how it got messy in the first place given the lack of customers. Maybe it's staged like the first few pennies in a homeless person's hat. Do you want it toasted? You do, so you spend a minute in silence with the stranger you disturbed, waiting for the bread to be sanitized. You feign interest in the cookies while the infrasound hum of some overworked piece of machinery builds to an unscratchable itch just behind your forehead. The toaster mercifully releases its hostage and is splayed open before you while you call out soggy vegetables to abuse it with. You observe as the employee assembles your sandwich, making sure to painstakingly put each ingredient on only one half of the sub. You ask for sauce and they squeeze it out of a disgusting disgusting rubber nipple, then toss the bottle back into its bin like they don't want to touch it either. 
It wheezingly inhales the kitchen scraps and Windex aroma that permeates the store. Are they wearing those gloves to keep the food clean or their hands? You pay, the sandwich heavily sags into a flimsy garbage bag it doesn't really seem to fit in and is handed to you. You walk into the light of the sun. The colors suddenly seem real again and you become aware of your breathing because the air outside feels rich and life-giving somehow. That distant memory of tasty subs that brought you here lingers just beyond the edge of clear recollection, like an old acquaintance whose face you can't picture anymore. You carry your catch to the car that your bank owns. When did it get this bad? That's it. Um, that's actually like, pretty well written. <laughs> I know. That's why I wanted to read it. <laughs> did that guy get like Reddit gold? Yeah, or yeah. Person, you say, yeah it's gold? turning into like kind of a copy pasta. Anytime someone mentions Subway, they'll just paste that monologue. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> but that's, sums uh, up Subway good. pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I liked the. Uh, wait, could, could you uh, read the description when you like go back in there? It was like too humid to be something. Oh yes, like that. Um, it's deserted, slightly too cool to be comfortable, slightly too damp to feel clean, and slightly too bright to feel right. inviting. Slightly too damp to feel clean. <laughs> I like that one. I also like um, uh, the the sandwich heavily sags into a flimsy garbage bag it doesn't really seem to fit in. Yeah. Because <laughs> you always put too much green. It's always like slumps down halfway. That's great. Well, anyway, uh, we're going to get a, a foot-long version of uh, my, my sub. Yep, and I'm going to try it live uh, in your ears. And you not can only hear me squish it, it into my mouth. Not only are you going to try it, you're going to finish it. <laughs> Do I have to, like, finish it on air? Yes, you do. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Happy birthday to you, I guess. Thanks, Dad. All right, here we go, Steve. Opening the door and going out into the world to uh, visit Subway. Ashley projected. What? Ashley, yes. The, um, the door was... Fake. Fake. It was a mail slot that we talked about earlier. How do you feel being Ashley projected live? I mean, fine. I mean, fine. I mean, this is literally no different than... <laughs> but we're walking. We're walking and sitting down. Uh, we have to go down our astrally projected elevator as well. Um, how do you like waiting for the elevator, Steve? It's just, just neat. It's neat? <laughs> of course you'd think waiting for an elevator is neat. School gives me time to reflect on my day. What? Uh, what reflect? Let's hear it. Um, I ate a lot of... of you ate burgers and multiple pies, and now you're eating. You're going to eat Subway. Yeah, real close to each other. What? Close to each other. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It'll be sloshing around in your stomach together. It's Rick and Morty. No. I know. <laughs> no, elevator's taking a while. Do you think there'll be people in it? I think there's going to be a dog. I wish there would be a dog. And there is no one in the elevator, <laughs> so I'm just going to keep recording. <laughs> uh, Steve is facing the wall, the corner of the... Uh, and smiling weird. What are you doing? Are you pissing? Maybe. <laughs> You're always pissing in the corner. You have a you have like pie crumb crust in your mustache. Yeah, I do. That's like a dad thing if I've ever heard one. Then having it or telling you about it. Having it. Yeah. Having pie in your mustache. <laughs> <laughs> wow, we went all the way down without picking up anyone else in the elevator. Speak for yourself. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well, I'll, I guess. Uh, oh, thank, you, thank you so much. I'll just pretend no one can. No one will tell that I'm recording. <laughs> what? Wow. You know, you can really. What's up, YouTube? It's it's Steve and Chris. We're we're going to subway. Make sure you like 
like and subscribe. Yeah, and then also um, if you like other Subway Instagram people, YouTube people, uh, definitely make sure you follow uh, uh, Chubway and Chubway, which is uh, that's it, our friend. That's our friend uh, Jamie. And yeah, and also Spubby. Yeah, and sp- 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 yeah, Spubby the Subbin. It's pretty nice out. It just rained, so it has that like rain smell. Yeah, I think it's, I don't. I can't smell nothing because I'm just a hologram. But no, but I mean the Helens constructed an elaborate smell system and sight and feel system. Hang on, I gotta take this. Hello, President Barack Obama. Oh, you actually put the phone to your ear. Yeah. <laughs> you're always you're always committed to those bits, even though no one can see them. That's true. Those are the best ones. People are looking at us because we're talking into a phone being passed and forth between us. Right. It's almost like we're having a conversation with somebody on the phone. But. We're not, like, stopping to listen to what the person would say to us. Right. We're about to walk by a restaurant with people. We've eaten at this restaurant for our 24-hour episode. Yeah, it's a burger, burger place. 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 place is always pretty crowded, Steve. Oh, you live so close to Subway. I mean, we live... We so do. There's a Guinness bottle on the street uh, oh. in a brown paper bag. Yeah, that's probably for homeless guys. You don't like Guinness? I, no, I don't like it. That's fine. Do you like it? Guinness? I, I've just always wanted to try it in another country. Why? Because I've heard it tastes very, very different when you have it in, like, uh, Ireland or Ireland. There's a dog over there. It's pretty cool. What kind of dog is it? White. <laughs> I mean, like, the breed of dog, not the color of the dog. I have dog. no idea, so I just did, I, I, I said the only fact I knew. It's pretty crazy out here. So we're approaching the subway. Uh, Steve, tell me what you're seeing. Um, a crosswalk that we're walking through safely. What about the subway? Like, where is it situated? It's on the corner of a very tall building. Uh, it's open 24 hours. Ooh, so you can get this sandwich any time of night. Yep, there's a sign on the door that says they call police. We're actually going this way. Okay, we're going to go on the sideway. Steve's called it. Not just anyway, the subway. Nice, dude. <laughs> All right, we're, we're walking up to the door now. Be right back. Be right back? Yeah. Oh, you don't want to record when we're in there, do you? Yeah, we, I literally, we touched it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'll, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Ooh, jalapeno cheddar bread. Yeah. Hey. Great things. How are you? Good. Uh, they have a, a six, uh, sorry, uh, a foot long tuna on urban cheese. Thank you. The order's been made. What? I'm sorry? Uh, provolone. Uh, no, thank you. Well, you did put provolone on it. I did. You're crazy. It's pretty crazy, dude. <laughs> Just leaving it on. We've seen we see four scoops of tuna. Looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. Can I do a foot long um, turkey on cheese? Uh, yeah. Uh, provolone, please. Yes, please. Uh, cucumber, onion. What? Uh, yes, provolone, please. This was not on the order. Yeah, you just messed up my shirt. You didn't tell me. It's all on you. Must be a pickle, banana, pepper, and jardinera. Jardinera is being slapped on. It's a lot of bold flavors. And a little bit of sweet onion sauce. And then I'll be good. Thank you. Uh, give me a second. Oh, you put mustard on it. 
Oh, and I'm sorry, man mustard as well, please. It's you just straight wherever. Should have worn the shirt. Uh, that's it, yeah, thanks. It literally can't close. It's so filled. All right, thank you so much. Have a good day. Oh, wrong door. So there was some drama. Um, you missed it. I did. I had it on pause. But uh, Steve had ordered chips and a drink, and uh, he was waiting for the drink. They never gave it to him, and you asked for it. And then they said you didn't order chip drink. You just ordered chips. Well, a guy had checked me out at the, the register, cashed me out, and I said, "Can I get chips and a drink?" And he said, yep. And then he charged me. And I paid. And he didn't give me a cup. But I thought he was just going to get it. But then he started making someone else's sandwich. And then you asked for chips and a drink. And I was like, sweet, could I get a cup too? She was like, you didn't have chip. You didn't have a drink. I was like, yeah, I do. <laughs> She's like, you just asked for chips. I was like, well, I asked for chips and a drink and I paid for it. And they're right. like, well. Then she held up the receipt yeah. and said you only had chips. So you must have only paid for chips, right? Must have only paid for chips, but why, would, why, I would, ask, you, yeah. why would I ask for just chips? That's not the combo, guys. <laughs> guys, it's not the combo. Do you even understand how Subway works? You work there. Yeah, you own it. So you added a bunch of other stuff on there. Uh, kind of. Oh, Is guy that just normally? Yeah. So you, you, we can go back to the original time you mentioned your order, but you never mentioned the lettuce and the cucumbers. I told right? you I have to be in front of it to see it. Okay. Like, sense memory, it comes back to you? Yeah, it's muscle memory, but through my eyes. You do have a lot of muscles. Yeah. All right, we're crossing the street. Well, it's been a very exciting time. Um, I guess we'll see you guys back at the... uh, The room. The room. In the room where we'll we'll be out of our astrally projected bodies. I can't wait to not eat this sandwich. Bye. Okay, we're back. We did it. We have the subway in front of us, the mm-hmm. sub. It is, like, horrifying looking. <laughs> yeah, you know what? You're so judgy. No, it's not necessarily anything you did, but it's just, like, it's there's so many things in it that I can't close. <laughs> oh, do you want mine? Mine's more closable. No, it's fine. I'm just saying it, it, it looks horrifying. Like, look at it. I don't think it looks horrifying. What do you think it looks like? A sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yep, I knew you. So, anyway, uh, I'll let you take the first bite, because I know what this tastes like, but <clears throat> also... <clears throat> it's part of why I made it such a big stink about the drink. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and I didn't make a stink, <laughs> stink at all. I just wanted the drink. Uh, is I, I really like the fused raspberry iced tea from oh, okay. uh, Subway. And I think it's the perfect, it's like a great chaser to this. So um, just make sure you wash it down with that. Gotcha. So it's very big. I, I'm, sh- I'm sure you heard all the stuff he put on it. But he mm-hmm. added, you added like lettuce, tomato, cucumber, cucumber, and that's onions. It. Onions, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I probably didn't think about that when I mentioned it initially because to me that's such like a normal Yeah, it's like on every – I get that. Yeah. So I've been holding it, and the back of my hand is covered in grease. Oh, <laughs> like everything that's, that's dripped down. That's what you get for having a hand. Okay, let's, let's go in. Let's go in. This is, uh, make sure you get some tuna in that bite. Ah, oh, baby. I can hear that crunch from here. And uh, not, not too much reaction yet. I think it's there's a lot of flavors to process. I'll give him that. But he doesn't hate it. I know that. I would have known by now. Yeah, it's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> it's kind of what I feared, though, where everything would squish out of the sides of it because there's so much on it. Yeah. But honestly, if you had said from the beginning, lettuce, tomato, and onion on it, mm-hmm. I think it would have changed my perspective of it because That's fair. everything you listed outside mm. of those is squishy. It's like a squishy, like... 
That's completely fair. Specific type of texture. What I like about it is there's a lot of sweet and there's a lot of spice between like the sauces and the pickles and the, the spicy stuff. Like I said, take a sip of that raspberry iced tea. It's, uh, it just goes really well with uh, this particular sandwich. All right, I'm taking a sip. Yeah. I mean, it's just raspberry iced tea, but it just goes well with this, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, man, I enjoy it. Good. I don't think I, I, don't think I ever was not going to like it, mm. but... I will give you that it's tough to like hold on to because there's a lot in there. There is. But, yeah, you kind of get used to it. I don't. What what makes you choose tuna out of everything? What? <laughs> Sorry, you took a big bite. What? Why? Why tuna? I feel like this combo would be good with any type of meat, but for some mm. reason you just decided on tuna. I think. Because I don't. Hang on. Give me a second. Okay. No, you're fine. I took the hugest bite. Right as you asked me that question. Yeah, you. I think for me. Slopping. I don't love toasted sandwiches. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? I don't know. I just don't. I mean, are you surprised? <laughs> Probably not. No, but I'm just trying to understand why, I guess. As a kid, I never really liked toast. Really? Because I didn't like the t- flavor of, like, burnt things or, like, overcooked things. But toast, not, not necessarily, is burnt. Yeah, well, if you had it where I had it, it was always <laughs> So you're implying your mom's a bad cook or something? Not great at toast. She likes, she likes things more toasted than I do. Okay. Uh, so I grew up on th- just two things that are t- toasted beyond my tastes. So for me, like, I'm just like, I mean, like, I'll have a tuna melt or like if a sandwich toasted, like it's not the end of the world, but I'd much rather just bread and stuff. So for me, I'm not going to toast a tuna typically. Okay. Um, and I don't like, I know we joked that this is my subway order, but like I typically like probably nine times out of 10 will get tuna at subway because I just don't really like their other meats. Like, they're just such low quality. They are. That you, you need to toast them for them to taste good, and I don't always want a toasted sandwich. So, what I think another part of it is, why it's not so as horrifying as it sounds, is because Subway's toppings and veggies and stuff like that in general are so watery and kind of, like, dil- taste diluted mm-hmm. that whereas banana peppers and jardinera and onion sauce and mustard normally... Would be too many flavors on top of each other. I'm to the point. With Subway, it's all like half a flavor, so it works on top of each yeah. other. And I will say, this bread is really good. The cheese bread? Yeah. It, it's like, ever since I would say, like half joking, that ever since Subway took the yoga mats out of their bread, it's been really good. I like their bread. It's, yeah. it's like that monologue I read. Everything's just kind of middle of the road. Mm hmm. And it's always the place that you need when it's when you just need food and it's just there. Yeah. I'm going to get napkins really quick because it's very messy. That's fine. I'm the same way. When I don't know what I want to eat, I'm like, oh, Subway. Like, I'll walk by a Subway and be like, oh, that's perfect. Because it's just, it's so plain. You know? There's nothing exciting about it. Exactly. It's just food. And it's like the, I feel like it's the easiest restaurant to set up. Like, logistically. Because you don't need almost any... Mm. The closest thing to a, an ingredient that, or like a cooking mechanism that you need is that bun or the bread the, oven the toaster and, and the, the toaster mm-hmm. and whatever, the warmer for the soup or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And if you serve breakfast, maybe some of those things. Right. Does somebody serve breakfast? breakfast? Some of them do. Okay. I don't know that I've had it. I've had potbelly breakfast. That's real good. Yeah. Yeah. You can hear all of our opinions about our sandwich places on our witches episode if you That's get right. that. Was that during Reboot Numbers? It was. Oh. 
Yeah, Jersey Mike's. We watch Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters. That's right. I got. You've done so much. <laughs> yes, we have. Who was our sixty ninth episode? No, it was Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner and a girl. <laughs> and a girl. Oh. Although she's yeah, she's just not well known as Jeremy Renner. Oh. Um, but yeah, man, it was good. Right. I'm um, not going to read anything because I already know how I feel about everything. Hmm. Be What's Christmas our rating? Yeah, you, well, you have to choose our rating. You choose it. Scale. No, it's your birthday episode. You have to choose everything. My choice is that you choose. Uh, ah. Is that you choose? So out of 100, is that you choose? Oh, my God. Fine. Oh. You fuck. <laughs> you fuck. I made such a terrible joke that you have to. I, yep. I'm on board. Wait, really? Is that you chooses? That's so hard to say. Well, then choose something different. It's your birthday. Um, Thomas the Tank Engines. <laughs> Why? Because you said choose, and it made me think of the choo-choo-choose-you <laughs> card from Simpsons. Okay. Which is not Thomas the Tank Engine, but Mm-mm. still. No way. All right. So out of 100, Thomas the Tank Engines? Yes, please. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like my expectations You're not were... not insult me. I know. I feel like my expectations were tempered and not tempered at the same time, because I did, honestly didn't know what to expect, but adding those extra ingredients on there really helped. And I'm going to eat this whole thing. It's actually pretty decent. Mm. Um, I'm going to go 67 out of 100 Thomas the Tank Engines. Yeah. Okay. I'll tell you what. What? If you had a few beers in you. Yeah. <laughs> It's a, it's a, it goes up to a ninety. Subway, subway, drunk subway is very good. I, although I always toast. This I is know. how I started this order. What drunk? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> then I, like I had it leftover. Like I got like a foot long and I only ate half of it. Went to bed. Next day he's like, oh, I have subway. I'll just eat that for lunch. It's like, oh, this is pretty fucking good. <laughs> so it is. And the, the I can't taste the sweet onion sauce on there. Maybe because there's actual onions. Uh, you would be able to. You would notice if it wasn't there. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Trust I'll take me. your word for it because the mustard and the banana peppers and the jardinera yeah. really cover it up. Yeah, you would notice if it was there. What would you give it if you were to rate it? That no, huh? No, why not? Because you're rating everything. That's the whole point. No, the birthday episode we we rate both those things, Do don't we? we? Yeah, don't we. Been, it was only for the nut episode fuck. that only one of us didn't rate. Fine. Um, this is. I mean, I don't love it as much as we talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I I, I it's kind I of spiraled it. out of control. Yeah, I mean, like we make a much bigger deal out. Right. It's not as influential in my life as one might think. Okay. What but is what is the most influential sandwich in your life? Probably uh one I grew up with. It wasn't okay. like called anything. What was that? But like I grew up in New York with the, you know, Kaiser rolls, those poppy seed Kaiser rolls. Yeah, yeah. Roast beef on a roll, Russian dressing, lettuce, tomato. Hmm. My favorite sandwich of all time. It sounds really good. It's great. It, most influential sandwich for me, surprisingly, ham. You you hate ham. Yeah. But however, it's a, it's a Wisconsin thing where they do hot ham and rolls on Sundays. Describe that. It's like shredded ham that you, and then like freshly baked rolls that you like cut and they're like still like warm rolls and you just put okay. this like pulled ham into the rolls and you eat it and you, you can put, put like, you put cheese on it or mustard or whatever you want. But I just remember having it all the time and it's the only type of ham that I would really be pulled like, ham. Ooh, uh, yeah, usually, usually. Interesting. Shredded ham, you said. I think, I think so. I shredded. always remember it being shredded for some reason, but it that might sounds not. good. But it's like such a Wisconsin thing. It's always on Sundays. Like, like places will have hot ham and rolls to sell on Sundays. Really? Yeah. That, for Wisconsin part two, if that ever happens, we should yeah, make yeah. that happen. I yeah, I would. Nito um, Bandito. Oh. What'd you say? Nito Bandito. Oh, yeah. I thought you said Bandito. Yeah. Cool. That was All right. fun. Hey, what's next? <laughs> I fucking think. Uh, so, uh, if if you've uh, listened to this before, you'll know that my um, pop culture 
depth is not deep. <laughs> sure. In that I, I think I think we played up a little bit, but you're you, you you watch a decent amount of things. I yeah, I mean like I know things. I just think you and I know very different things. Yeah. Oh yeah. Very much. Um, just in general, right. but. <clears throat> Oh, oh god he's choking on the subway it's, it's an actual onion um so uh, this all goes to say that a lot of the tv shows that i've ever watched have been because you told me to watch them it's okay. rare that i watch something that you haven't seen did i tell you to watch breaking bad or did you, you do did. that on your oh really yeah when okay. we worked at second city we, oh. I, I tell you, I, we were in the etc theater i can tell you exactly where we were standing yeah i don't want to but i can um really quick aside um i was looking at my facebook memories the other day okay and uh, when we all worked at Second City together, I made a Facebook post that cast everybody at Second City as people in the office. Okay. Have you seen The Office before? Rarely, right? I mean, I I know who Jim is. Okay. And Dwight. <laughs> so you and might Steve not know Brown. this character, but it's pretty funny. I cast you I as... the chili guy. I asked you as Creed Bratton. Who's I that? cast you as Creed Bratton. The old, psychotic, murderous old man. <laughs> <laughs> I think I do know who he is. Yeah. Who was like a drummer on the Grassroots Band or something like <laughs> something in that like that? That's hilarious. Why? I don't know. Is it before <laughs> you like, knew me? I, I, maybe, well? maybe. But I scrolled through and I'm like, eh. <laughs> who, who was other people? It's, I mean, who were you? I was Jim. Oh. Sadly, well, you you did it though. Uh, well, I did it with other people and I did not cast myself. So oh, I was like, I you see. need to cast me. Yeah, I got it. I would say I'm more of a. I'm actually like a weird mix of Dwight and Jim. Kind of, yeah, I can see that. Who am I? Would you still cast me as a psycho? No. You'd be Ryan. Is Who's that? Is that's that? BJ Novak, who is like the temp. You are not the first person to tell me that. Yes. Yeah, you, you're closest to Ryan with a little bit of uh, uh, Oscar thrown when in When I there. first started at Second City, one of the very first things that John Kramer said to me, and this guy John Kramer, he's been bartending at Second City for almost 40 years. He was Todd Packer, by the way. I, uh, who was the old guy who's been working there for many, many years. I might be, maybe that's who I was thinking of for me. Anyway, I'll look it up. Okay. Regardless, one of one, no joke, one of the first things he ever said to me was, you remind me of BJ Novak in The Office. Oh, yeah, yeah, Years for before sure. I met you. Yeah, that's that's well, that's pretty good. Anyways, tangent complete. Right. Ten, uh, kind of. So... <laughs> Ultimate point of that was there are very few shows that I watch that Chris doesn't or things that I've seen that Chris hasn't. Right. And one of my TV loves, uh, and I won't say guilty pleasure. I don't like to say guilty pleasure because I think you should like what you like. Sure. But uh, just a show I've always loved, Law & Order SVU, mm. which you do not watch. Um, correct. Although yeah. I will say guilty pleasure should is like the term guilty pleasure means you're watching something and you know it's bad but you like it anyways you think so yes that's that's basically the definition it's because you're you feel guilty for liking it basically yeah i guess that's like big bang theory i watched that for multiple seasons and i didn't like it but i kept watching it because it was entertaining to me Mm. like i don't objectively like that show oops going back to um sorry sorry one, one other thing I'll say, I think I talked about this fairly recently, was uh, recently recently been playing the Borderlands pre-sequel. Yes. And uh, they they make a Big Bang Theory joke in that. Really? Um, yeah, because they always make these pop culture jokes. And uh, he was like, he's like, I haven't, this like kind of, it's kind of kind of a bad guy, but you're working for him. And he's like, he's like, I haven't heard a noise this bad since my nephew was watching the loud noise hypothesis. Oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. I thought that was funny. Um, Big Bang Theory ended this last week as well i don't give a fuck well maybe you will when we watch the last episode and you start did you, crying did you see it i did not because huh. i'm like so I, I stopped watching a few week, seasons ago okay so anyway we're gonna watch a law and order svu okay episode uh so have you seen any of it uh, man you know one of my roommates jay who was on the show um oh? 
Yes, watched Law oh, and Order. Oh. <laughs> I think he meant SVU. Uh, what? I think he meant he was on SVU. No, he he watched that show all the time. So there mm-hmm. were times where I like caught it or like you know in passing sat down and watched half of it. But I've never I've never really watched one from beginning to end from my recollection. So there's sort of two generations, if you will, of SVU. Okay. The Elliot Stabler generation, who's okay. Christopher Maloney. Yes. And everything after, because he left at the end of season maybe 12. Right. Isn't Mariska Hartigay in that as well? Mariska Hartigay? Hartigay? I don't, I don't know how to say it, actually. Yeah. Uh, yes, she's been in it okay. since the first season. Well, it sounds like you have a specific she's episode in, in mind. Now. Ooh. Sounds like you have a specific episode in mind, so we'll see which one you've pulled up for us as we watch it. Also, uh, are we doing anything else during the break? Are we? I think so, right? Oh, well, I, yeah. I, I kind of just want to play some video games with you. Okay. you have, Maybe drink a couple of beers. Okay. You have a specific video game we can review? Yeah. Uh, I think it's been a while since we played a co-op game. Okay. And I've heard really good things about this Overcooked, I believe it's called. Yes. So uh, I want to give that a try. I think cool. we'll have a good time. And uh, as a... That sounds pretty cute. We'll see you after that break then. No, you won't. What? What? I'll break your arm. Crack. Ah! Crack. Crack. <laughs> In the criminal justice system, Chris Miller-based offenses are considered especially heinous. Heinous? Heinous. Is that like biased and heinous at the same time? Yeah. So, wait, Chris Miller-based offenses? Offenses. Offenses, yeah. So, like, offenses against me or ones that I've done? Uh, Offenses of a Chris Miller nature. That still doesn't answer the question. It doesn't matter as long as you're involved. Okay. So I have to be involved. If you're involved and someone's upset. So uh, Law & Order Special SVU Miller's has been on for 20 years or this 20 seasons. Season 20. Yeah. Uh, how many seasons do you think uh, Law & Order CMU would be on the air? Chris Miller unit. Six weeks. Okay. <laughs> so six episodes? Yeah. Six. Do you think they even filmed a full season? No. They knew. Oh. They just knew. Why, why would they? Well, that's really mean. God damn it. You don't think my show would last whole season? I mean, how many crimes could you possibly commit? Then All you, as many as they do on SVU. Do you think every episode would be about a different guy named Chris Miller? Occasionally a girl <laughs> named Chris Miller? Or it's just me and it's like every episode gets reset. So like every crime I did of the previous episode doesn't carry over. That'd be cool. Oh. <laughs> oh. That's actually kind of neat. It's like Groundhog Day. But exactly. Okay. Um, <laughs> so... We watched an episode of Law and Order SVU. You yeah. picked it out. I did. It's a, a classic. Uh, yes. I went. To, I, I ventured into the Stabler era because I think that's part. I of I like what. Christopher Maloney. Oh, he's great. And um, I started saying this before, but I don't think I finished the. Uh, there's like the Stabler era, and then the post Stabler era. Yes. That's how I would divide the show. And the cast right now is awesome. Wait, the so the SE and the PSE. Yeah, I think okay. it's good. Uh, SVU PSE and the SVU SE. Yeah, <laughs> sure. L and O S V U S E. That's too many letters. Well, you started this. So, uh, yeah, cast right now is great. Uh, My particular favorite cop, his name is Dominic Carisi in the show. Okay. His real name is Peter Scanavino. He's very New York. Is that that the uh, white-haired guy, older guy? The glasses? Okay. No, no. Uh, There is no older guy right now. The one in this episode who was like... Uh, who's like, I grew up in the 70s, man. Oh, Richard Belzer. Yeah, uh, that's what I thought you were talking about. No, the, his name in the show is uh, Munch. Detec- Rich, Rich, Ooh, Detective Munch. Because he, he likes to Munch. John Munch. And he actually... Um, Vaginas. He's at, so that character, John Munch, mm-hmm. is in in canon in like several different cop shows. Oh. Include this, 
So SVU, regular yeah. Law and Order. He's in The Wire oh, as the, John Munch. Oh, I was gonna say only he's in. Uh, I think maybe Hill Street Blues That's as very John weird. Munch, and something else is John Munch. Why? But like, it's just this kind of weird Easter egg. That he like travels over to different worlds of TV shows. I didn't know that. That's interesting. Yeah, but it's a, it's it's a kind of a fun fact. But yeah, he's he's not on the show anymore. Okay. Uh, Dan Florick, who plays, um, uh, gosh, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, Captain Cragen, the guy okay. in the trench coat. He's not on the show. The name's Cragen. Captain Cragen. He's a really interesting character. He's an oh. alcoholic. He doesn't drink. Okay. What? Um, yeah, that's that's like a big part of his. Oh, okay. Thing. I see what you're saying. Yeah, the his character. Yes. Um, yeah, uh, so what was the episode you chose? So the episode I chose... Cho- cho- oh my God, I'm so mm-hmm. tired. The mm-hmm. episode I chose is called Authority. Uh, it's season 9, episode 17. And, and uh, Why did you choose this specific one? I chose one? this one because, like I said, it's class- pretty classic in the SVU canon. Uh, season 9 is not one of my favorite seasons because they have this cop. His name is... Uh, I just don't even remember his name. Sure. But because he's just so like... Every name you say, I immediately forget. I know. But he's just like <laughs> so hard to watch. He was in this episode for like 10 yeah, seconds. Yeah, he had like two lines. And so he's like fine. And actually his season finale, he's great in that. And if okay. he was as good in like in every other episode as he was in that, he would not be so unwatchable. Hmm. But anyway, it's called uh, Authority. And it's I chose this episode because the guest star is Robin Williams. Ooh. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's like kind of... What I like about it is you get every aspect of Robin Williams. You get his comedy, you get his impressions, yeah. but you also get his serious dramatic <laughs> stuff, and right. you get his like, kind of like mid-level. Um, what was that doctor he played in the movie? Uh, oh, Patch Adams. Patch. You get little Patch Adams, yeah, but you also get yeah. like real intense Robin. They Williams. They definitely wrote and, the part to to play to his strengths, right? Yeah. They cl- they wrote that part for him, right? Oh, a hundred percent. And actually, Mariska Hargitay is on, who's Olivia Benson, yes. uh, is on record as saying that he's, um, Robin Williams was her favorite guest star to whoever worked oh, with. That he's just like, I mean, you've never heard a bad word about the guy, right. but just to Miss carry him that so over. much, man. Oh, God, yeah. So let's go through the plot, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, so we start out in like this McDonald's, this fake McDonald's, right? It's called Happy Burger. Yeah. The first line is like, hi, welcome to Happy Burger. How may I help you? And then some woman's like, I can tell you how you can help me. You can take a mop and broom and go into the bathroom because some guy's blowing chunks in there. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, woman. So the openings of <laughs> SVUs are typically pretty like, you know, just like everyday situations. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. things that are happening. You're, in, you're just kind of bump into everyday life, right. something that's happening. And then all of a sudden there's usually a dead body or a naked lady yeah. or something, right? Uh, but in this case, um, the guy who went to mop up the vomit heard screaming from a girl, mm-hmm. and uh, he called the cops. So, in one of my favorite shows, Six Feet Under, every episode always ended with or started with somebody dying, okay. and like that person always ended up at the funeral home. That, mm. So they always showed like their epitaph, like the name and the, how long they lived for. Huh. So in later seasons, they started getting clever with like playing against your expectations of everyone knows someone's going to die. Who's it going to be this time? And so they started like faking out like this person was like, whoa, and almost fell off something. And then someone in the background like gets hit by a car. Oh, really? I think that show's awesome. So I ask that to say I fucking one of my favorite shows of all time. It's on my list. Um, But I ask that to say, does Law and Order start doing stuff like that? Like getting really creative with the crimes up top? Because it always starts with a crime, right? Not always. Uh, okay. Sometimes the crime's not until later. But do they get the creative twists, with it? Yeah, the twist. This was a pretty straight shot Law and Order episode because this, yeah. it's Robin Williams. Right. A lot of times it's like you don't know who the bad guy is until they're rolling the credits. 
Uh, oh. Sometimes oh. you catch them early in the episodes more about the trial and right. like what happens in between. You know, some are kind of like the 50-50. This was, this was like the whole story from beginning to end, basically. Yeah, well, this or was... rather, beginning to halfway through it, because that's how Law & Order ends their fucking episodes. Well, this was like very... We just want Robert Williams to be in it right. as much as possible. Yes. So, like you said, so this was definitely sort of a bit of a, a black sheep, but it's not really in the a template. Chris Farley wasn't in this. Neither was David Spade. Oh my god. So, um, <laughs> so the, the the manager of the uh, rest, the like fast food place, has tied up a random girl in the back room. An employee. Basically. Yes. Employee. Um, sorry, not random. Uh, yep. Leaving her only in an apron. She's a teenager. The manager, played by Scott Adsit. Yeah, who was on Thirty Rock, uh-huh. and what else was he on? You said he was in Big Hero Six. Yes, he's the voice of Baymax, the big, like, puffy white robot who talks like this. Oh. He's like quite an iconic character at this point, but I just I think it's funny is. that he voices that role. Yeah, this episode's from 2008, so yeah, so it was however, yeah. r- like right before 30 Rock, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, but uh, what was I saying? What were we talking about? Oh yeah, so Ad- oh, um, so a, it turns out that uh, Adsit gets the he he thinks he's acting in good faith by doing this, right? Because he got a, a phone call from a cop, someone saying they're a cop that you know. Someone's purse was stolen. They have that lady down at the station, and this girl did it. So they have to tie her up and hold her till the cops get there. Yeah, right. And he's played as a real dumbass. Yeah, the manager. <laughs> so they find out that the uh, the cop who called them isn't a real cop. Like nobody by that name is on the force. Blah blah right. blah. It's actually the, the name used was like actually a psychologist. I think Christopher Maloney literally says, "You're a dumbass" to the guy in interrogation. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, Yo, you're an idiot. Right. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm Maloney. There's only one stapler, man. Hey. But, um, yeah, so it, they track down that Robin Williams is the guy who's doing all the impersonations. And they track him down because they're like, oh, he's, um, I'll lead into, I know exactly what you're so excited to talk about. They're like, oh, okay, well, they track the phone. They can't track the phone call, but they can track, because they're throwaway phones, mm-hmm. whatever they're called. Uh, but we can just we can track the phone cards used to like buy the minutes for the. Purchases. Oh, I know what you think. I'm so excited about. <laughs> uh, they they cut to uh, a few like kind of surveillance camera shots from the convenience store where these phone cards are yes. bought, and it's Robin Williams. And they're like, okay, well, this is clearly the same guy. And then <laughs> you set it up for me to. I do did. It. Yeah. This is your. You I mean, it's this. it's the classic cop show cliche right yeah of like it's this blurry photo of him and and he has a like a key card around his neck and one of the guys is like let me just enhance it real quick and like zooms in and like it's a very blurry and then it suddenly is like crystal clear yeah (laughs) and i'll I'll give and i wanted to say this but i I saved it for now is they don't really do that anymore i think of course 2008 was like the prime era of that but like law and order right now they don't do that what show was the one i think it was ncis where they had an episode about video games Oh, I was uh, They had an episode about video games that were very cringy, but there was also a moment, it was another episode where they were hacking as oh, fast you, as I they love could. the story that you tell, yeah. Right, and this guy was like, oh God, he's hacking faster than me. And the girl's like, hold on, let me try. And she gets on and sits next to him and they both start typing on, on the, the same, same keyboard. keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> as if that's going to make them hack faster. That's so funny. I love oh, it. it's so stupid. And then I think whenever you bring that up, I bring the Futurama up of... Uh, Which one? With Zap and Kiff, and Zap's like... Zoom in on planet Earth. And then it's like, enhance. And Kiff's like, sir, that's not a real thing. It's like, but they do it on CSI all the time. <laughs> um, so they go to Robin Williams' apartment. Mm-hmm. 
And he has excuses for everything. A lot of like a little too handy. He has like, here's my hotel receipt and here's the card from the woman who, and here's my, you know, fishing license. Yeah. And they're like, oh, you have this a little too handy. He's like, well, this girl's sweet on me. So, you know, I had the the pick. Yeah. The the waitress at the diner that I ate every meal at was, uh, she liked me. Mm -hmm. So then they call him John Munch, who's uh, Richard uh, Belzer. Do you think he likes Munch and Badge? That's, that's why. He's a real deep character in the show. The answer, the answer to why is always because I want to see your reaction. Oh <laughs> and it's always worth it. Oh I don't talk like that to normal people. I just do it to get a reaction to out of you. normal people? Yeah, you're not normal. You're the best. You have squinted your eyes in uh, confusion and... Um, what, what's your angle? Miller? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, you're not trustworthy no munch is a great character because he's yeah. like kind of like conspiracy theory but and he's like very anti big brother i like but because of that he's like also in that era of law and order he was the one who was like the technology master i like his oh, he was like wanted to learn how to use technology so that we could like fight big brother <laughs> um i liked his moment there was a moment later in the episode but uh he like kind of <coughs> sides with the criminal yeah. and i thought it was a pretty funny moment because i don't remember seeing that a lot in cop shows where they're like yeah man I but get that's where like he's very it's very john munch right um okay so they are calling to check all these alibis robin williams gave him and this right. is where they allow him to do all his impressions yeah it's kind of like that scene in mrs doubtfire when he's pretending to be all the different babysitters oh, yes. yeah so he's just doing the voices of like the hotel guy he's like oh let me check to see if mr rooks stayed with us from Sunday what was Monday. his first voice? It was the waitress. The waitress. He's like, and oh. I didn't catch it was him until like halfway through yeah. the scene because I was like, oh shit. That, yeah. I was like, oh wait, no, that's totally Ron Williams. Yeah, and he's just doing a bunch of different voices just pretending to be other people. Right. And then they're like, wait a sec. They, they busted him because oh, he so said he went stupid. trout fishing. This is but so the captain stupid. was like, no, there's there's no trout up there. My buddy just went. He said it's like they're yeah, not giving out licenses. Of course. <laughs> that's, that's such a like cop show like thing to happen. Yeah, whatever, oh but... yeah, my buddy just came down from that river. He said the trout weren't biting at all. Yeah. But they weren't giving out licenses. And they were like, wait a second. Yeah. So then Stabler and Benson go back to uh, what's his, uh, Robin Williams' apartment. Mm-hmm. They hang out outside while Munch calls again. As, as soon as they hear him pretend to be the hotel guy, they bust in and arrest yes. him. Isn't that illegal? No. Because okay. they had probable cause at that point. Okay. That makes sense. I don't know much. Oh. But I do know uh, uh, how to make quiche. You do? I made it last episode. Very good. Thanks. That's why I brought it up. You're welcome. I needed. I needed. Uh, After me telling you that you're. Hey, Steve, could you stop? Because we're talking about this sweet, sweet SVU episode. Could I stop what? Talking. What? <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> I just wanna. I just wanna sit in silence as we reflect on the 40-minute episode we watched. Okay. For 40 minutes, if you don't mind. I don't. Start the clock. Okay, clock start. And we're done. So Rob Williams uh, is caught, and then right. he blames that on whores. But then he he uh, what's it called? He ends up defending himself in court because, of course, yes. You know, again, we need more. He does Robin a very Williams. good job. He wins. Yeah. Well, spoilies. God My, damn you jumped over like half the episode with two absolutely words. Absolutely not. <laughs> what did I jump over? The whole court scene. Yeah, that was a good fifteen minutes of the episode. You know, okay. he wins. Well, he did. I know, but we were gonna we we're gonna go through it, and then you could say at the end that he wins because well, we're then, going through the story of the episode. Okay, well then go through it. So what's the point now? <laughs> You've ruined. <laughs> what it. did you want to talk about? Nothing. Um, <laughs> Don't say nothing. What did you want to talk well, about? There was a moment before where uh, they were. I forget what it was, but Ice T comes in and goes, 
you might as well call me your fairy godmother. Oh, okay. And like holds up some evidence. Because when they're really deci- deciding if they can arrest him or not, they're like, well, unless we can put, you know, put him in the, uh, put him at the scene of the crime. And then as that's happening, Ice T's like, well, you might as well. I must be your fairy godmother then. Right. Because he's got like a, a digitally enhanced picture of Robin Williams' face, which is yes. not as clear. Which, the, uh, so that's a big part in the court scene that I actually found pretty interesting that it came up in the same episode as we made fun of the enhanced thing. Take it away. But, like, Rob Williams has this whole thing where he's, he takes the lab tech guy and he's, like, breaking down. He's like, so how this picture is pretty blurry you know how could we uh create a, a, a an image that clear and he's like well the computer makes a lot of you know connections and decisions he's like so guesses and he's like well educated guesses mm. and so he uses that to put doubt in the juror's mind that the computer is not a hundred percent correct that is correct. So that was pretty interesting yeah it's fun they kind of tore down their own cliche without even knowing it i know i would think i think they know it well not at that point that wasn't the that wasn't like the peak of enhance type thing. Two thousand eight? I think it was Did you ever watch that adult swim show called NTSD.SUV dot you know it was like a ripoff of these shows and no. it was it was created by uh uh what's the guy from um how did this get made? Uh, Main guy. Pa- uh, Paul uh, Paul Shear. Paul Shear. Paul Shear created that show. Okay. And he, he stars in it too, but it's very funny and it just rips on Is it all live this- action. Yeah, it's live action. It's on Adult Swim, oh. and it's very just ripping on all those types of shows. Got it. You should check it out. It's on Hulu. I won't. What? Maybe I will. It's not like you said I won't. Uh, that's the same as me saying maybe I will. Is it? Kind of. Mm, you got to get your story straight. I'm doing my best. What? Anyway. <laughs> um, so I wrote down Naughty Teen. Oh, because. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? I wrote down Naughty Teen because Rob Williams, as a kid, they thought oh. they, like, nailed him because he said he'd never been arrested. And then they're like, well, 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 you have been arrested for burning down a house. And he's like, I did it because the kids who li- who used that house were raping women. and um, Kids. Yeah. Which is worse. Yes. 100%. Well, I'm sorry. I take that back. It's... Nothing. It's all the worst. It's all the worst. Yes. There's no worse rape. Yes. Okay, let's Sorry. stop talking about that. Let's stop saying the R word in general. Although in SVU, it's going to come up. Every episode. Um, but I noticed there was a lot of like speeches by Robin Williams talking to the jurors. Mm-hmm. Did you notice that they weirdly focused on juror number four over and over and over? <laughs> yeah. yeah, who was he? I don't know. In a lot of like in more recent episodes, if that happened, it would be like, all right, this this guy's up to it's somebody. Some, yeah, oh, right. Something would happen. Oh, but he's like suspicious or something. Yeah, like there's actually even an episode where um or like a a series where this like Benson gets kidnapped by this like psycho criminal dude who's actually from the wire. Uh, okay. Season two of The Wire. He's one of the doc guys. He's really, really good in this show. Mm-hmm. Uh, in well, in that, but in also Lord, in Lord Order and The Wire. Yeah, but he kidnaps Olivia. It's like a season finale kind of thing. But sure. this juror, like that, falls in love with him. Like basically helps him escape from prison in this like obscene psychotic plan. Yeah. So you know, could have happened. <laughs> um, and so he wins, like you said. Yep. Um, because he like kind of manipulates the jury in his in his own like Robin Williamsy way. But like it's one of those things. It's like he because jurors you're supposed to convince be convinced beyond a reasonable. No, doubt. no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And I, I thought he did a he did a really good job. To put even doubt in their minds. Yeah. Ada Casey Novak, the lady lawyer, uh, was like, man, I'd I'm, I'd be scared to see what he could do with a law degree. Right. <laughs> yeah. Shit. He was but, very yeah. good. He's a genius. He's like an audio engineer. Like he's like 
Bill Smirkay. I do like when he wins. Um, mm. He's like, yes! He's like, thank, thank you, you so much! And then he tries to give the prosecution a hug. Yeah. And she's, Casey, and she's yeah. like, uh, no, no. Yeah, Stabler's like, back off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is pretty ridiculous. And it's funny, too, is like, Stabler's actually really funny. Chris Maloney is like a very oh, yeah. funny guy. Did you see uh, Bright American, American Summer? Summer yeah. And Happy, he's fucking Happy insane heard it's great. in. Yeah. I watched the first episode with my Astro Projector girlfriend. She hated it. I very much enjoyed it. I, I'm sorry. Like, I love Maloney. It's kind of it's kind of an, an out there show. So, um, but he's got funny moments in SVU too. And then like, he kind of blows up um, on like the news. Like he becomes popular, Robin oh, Williams, because of all his speeches. Yeah. He talks about not being a sheep. That's his whole thing. Just yeah. not listening to authority. And it is, excuse my hiccups. Ultimately revealed that he doesn't like authority because, well, there's that whole thing when he was a kid. Right. The cops not listening to him because they were like, "Why don't you tell the cops about the kids raping the little girls?" And he's yeah. like, "They didn't listen to me." But also, the lead, like the gang leader's dad, was the chief of police. So, like, what are sure. they gonna do? Uh, and then also, you find out it's very sad. His his wife died during childbirth, and he lost his son during that childbirth time, too, yeah. because the like he was like something's wrong with my wife, and the doctor was like, Did "No." No, no, there's not. Everything's fine. I'm the doctor. You got to listen to me. Right. Uh, I think those were the exact words in pretty the much. Show. Yeah. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm a doctor. Yep. And you're just a fucked fucker, Greg Fucker from Meet the Fuckers, yeah. who's a nurse, and it's played as a joke because men can't be nurses. That's right. And oh, women well. can't be doctors. That's why I'm a man yeah. doctor, and you're a woman, doc- doc- woman doctors. Dane Robin Williams. Yeah. But. You, it's revealed that he was like, I didn't stand up to the doctor, I didn't stand up to authority, and I lost my family as a result. Yes. I knew I knew something was wrong. I didn't go with my gut because I listened to the authorities. And, and he whatever. shows up on new shows with a she- an actual sheep yeah, named, named Elliot, Elliot. After Elliot Stabler, Chris who is Maloney's Chris character. Maloney, yeah, yeah, which is funny. Um, and then like he's at rallies. He's like running rallies. Who Mo, Mo Rocca is running yeah, rallies. But they're like silly rallies. Why is Mo Rocca there? I think he was big in the Daily Show at the time. Was he? Oh, right, he was. I remember he was on one of those I Love the 80s shows all the time. Yeah. He, was... he always credited himself as a media gadfly. <laughs> so, like, it always said Mo Rocca, media gadfly. See, like, and no then... real job. I mean, like, not the right. Daily Show's not a real job, but, like, so at the guy that time, from, what do you What's call the guy that? from What Had American Summer who uh, was in Stella, and he was he was the gay character in, in uh, What Had American Summer? You know what I'm talking about? <sighs> God, the guy with the cool voice. Not Bradley Josh Cooper, something. but but uh, you know what I'm talking I, about. I He's, think it's Josh something. No, it's not Josh. Michael. It's a Michael. Real name is Michael? Yes. Let's look this up. <laughs> Let's, on IMDb, to settle some sort of argument, right? <laughs> I guess so. Um, that was a last episode thing. Yeah. But. And we actually did settle an argument. I don't think we brought that up. What? Uh, about who the main girl was. Oh, yeah. See? So, you know what? I, I, Thank uh, you, pie chart from last episode. That put in, put in we mouth. recorded in the same day, but it was a week apart for you guys, so you probably don't remember it. Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, I forget Janine Tabrafla's in Okay, are we going to just wait for yeah, you to no, look that up? Uh, Michael. Michael Showalter. Yep, Michael Showalter. So, Coop. I really enjoyed... There was a moment... So, the reason I bring this up is because... Uh, Mo Rocca credited himself as media gadfly, and then Michael Showalter, who was also big on those shows, like ripped him apart one episode and was like, I'd like to see what Mo Rocca media gadfly hears about this. But like, clearly he hated him calling himself a media gadfly, which is a stupid ass name, too. It's real name. It's weird. Anyways, that's my rant on Mo Rocca. So then we get Frenchie. Oh, yeah, she was a nurse. Frenchie from Greece. Greece. Yeah, she's a nurse. And then, like, kind of a thankless nurse part. It's weird. Yeah. But there, there were kind Maybe, of like a fair yeah. amount of, I don't know, celebs. celebrities in this yeah. one. It's like, oh, I'll be in a Robin Williams SVU right. episode. 
Uh, yeah, but she's the one who revealed. Okay, so she's the one who revealed the whole thing about the doctor, the the baby, and the the wife, and how sad it was, and how awful it was. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, we're, we need to question the doctor, and like, oh, he's dead. He died three years ago, like right around the time that. And this is his happened. ghost. Yep, and the ghost was like, Ooh. he's like, why do you have a white sheet on? He's like, I was part of the KKK as yeah, well, and I'm a doctor, so it's like a similar color robe. <laughs> All I have to do is pull it up over my head and cut holes in the eyes. It's kind of cold in the ghost world and a little scary, so I like to <laughs> hide my eyes. Do you have a sweater that is passes spectral oh, planes? It'd be nice if you could, because then we could look at each other's faces. And my other favorite part is they go to the lab, and the guy's like, I uh, created this animation uh, of I the like crash, <laughs> and it was like this shitty flash animation of a car going into a truck but yeah. it didn't complete any purpose at all <laughs> no, like we reenacted the car crash oh yeah we didn't even say that so the doctor died in a car crash yes they said it was an accident but really Robin Robert Williams, Williams cut the brakes did he cut the brakes or did he like oh you know no, he like no, he drove him, him into suicide to, yes exactly by being the detective the fake cop that he was pretending to be at the beginning of the show so he takes the saw route which comes more apparent at the end of the episode but yes. he doesn't actually commit any crimes he's the person who right. well i guess he does commit a crime but yeah, kidnaps uh, a cop yes impersonates a cop yep. but he like forces people to do things directly indirectly yeah. rather so um so then they go to grand mm. central station right. station who I was so they were like the real fun begins at Grand Central Station at 10 p.m. His yeah, website, on his website says. yeah. And they go to Grand Central Station. And I'm like they're going to do a flash mob as a joke, and then they do one mm. where no, this was a flash mob where everyone froze I at flash the same mobs to be dances. Yes, but dances. but uh, I, might, I might be wrong, but I feel like I've seen a flash mob where everyone freezes in Grand Central Station. It's been done before. I've seen it on YouTube's. Huh. Um, I don't. Yeah, you might be right. It might be well, a, the prerequisite. Might be dancing, but I think it is. I thought it was just a big group of people coming together to do something at the exact same time in public. Could be, but who knows? I don't know. Not me. Only one way to find out: ask our audience, who never responds to anything. <laughs> That's right. They don't <laughs> even make. They typically audience. don't make it this far into the, into the episode. <laughs> They're usually asleep. Yeah. So should we be like sleep with me? That podcast that tells boring stories to make people sleep. Is that a thing? Yes. Oh, that's cool. Um, but we'll just continue talking because that makes people fall asleep. Same thing. Right. We just copyright. Six in right. one, half dozen in the other. Yeah. Have you heard that phrase? I before? have, yeah. Okay. I just, <laughs> you hit a weird pause before it. Because <laughs> usually I say six and one, half dozen. Yeah, you say it so fast. I've never I say it? it? No, just in general. Right. Six yeah, and one, half dozen. Um, so Robin Williams says that he has a bomb, so he kidnaps the, the partner, Olivia. Right? Olivia. Olivia Benson. And uh, how many times does she get kidnapped? Great question. A lot. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Does Elliot get kidnapped gets, a lot? She gets kidnapped. She's, uh, I can think of, uh, off the top of my head, two situations where she's been involved in a hostage situation. Okay. Uh, Elliot was involved in a hostage situation once. Uh, he just he, he was in a bank when it was getting robbed. But mm-hmm. also the um, medical examiner, Tamara Tooney, or Tunney, I don't know how to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she gets shot in that. Oh. Very, so... Very scary. My guess, what I was getting at is, oh. does she get kidnapped more than he does? Oh, way more. Lame. Yeah. That's kind of lame. Well, I mean... <sighs> kind of lame on you SVU writers to make the woman get kidnapped. He definitely... I mean, he's been in some bad situations, mm-hmm. too. But, yeah, she... She always punches his way out of it because he's a man. Uh... I'm just kidding. She's badass. I love Maris- Mariska Hartigay. I think it's Hargaday. Hargaday? Let me look, because now I'm confused. Okay. Second IMDb shuffle of the night. This is just Google. Um, Hargitay. So, Hargitay. Okay. H-A-R-G-I-T-A-Y. I, miss, I, I mixed up the T and the G. You did. Um, 
But there's this weird like whole saw scene with Robin Williams. Right. Where he has tied up. So he's like, they go to his like old recording studio. and Because uh, he was an audio engineer. Right. So, and he has tied her up in the recording room against like a bunch of speakers. And uh, Elliot, or Elliot is in, uh, I'm sorry, uh, not Elliot. Yeah, Olivia Elliot's, is in oh, there. Sure. And then Elliot comes in and he's like, "You can't. she can't see or hear you. It's one of my glass and it's audio or wall, soundproof. He's like, but I've rigged up a bomb and I've done. He being the, Robin Williams. Yes. And I've set up these electricity things to shock her mm-hmm. every time I press a button. And every time I press the button, um, a repetitive scream happens. Ah! 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 And he turns off the sound or he turns off the lights so you can't see her be shocked. So it's pretty clear that he is faking it. Did you think he was faking it from the start? Um, the set the the second I heard the scream when the lights were turned off, I I, I knew something was up. Yeah. I also think I've seen this part of the episode before. It's possible. This like rang a bell somewhere in my distant memory. Yeah. Um, and I think I watched it because of Robin Williams. Probably it's a popular. Episode. Yeah. But uh, he finds out he's like like he wants um Elliot to shock her basically. Yeah. And he refuses, and he's like, "You're human. Right, you uh, didn't give into it. You were in a sheep. You didn't listen to it. Right. It's all fake. Let's go. Let's go." So they they all exit the uh, recording studio, and he's like, "Can I tie my shoe?" Robin Williams is, and they're like, "Sure." And he gets down and pushes a button on his uh, ankle, and the whole place blows up. Yep. And then he runs away, and then they chase him. And so this is what I wanted to talk to you about. Okay. The ending of every single Law and Order episode whether it be svu or anything okay always leaves something to be desired and that might be because mm. on purpose mm. but i think it's just lazy fucking writing i don't i would disagree with you this one so let me tell you how this one ended he sure. runs away into a bush they follow him <clears throat> to the bush which leads to like a, the river and she goes if he jumped in the river he's he's as good as dead or he can't swim and they turn away, turn around, and walk away. And then the sh- the episode ends. It's like in the mi- that's the shittiest like cop out bullshit writing cop I've out. ever seen. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but they didn't write an ending. They didn't have to write an ending. They like, they had him quote unquote disappear. They stopped looking for him, and they they because he could have only gone one way. No, he couldn't have. There were multiple. They were in a junkyard. There were multiple things for him to hide behind. They went through like a bunch of different junk to get to the shore. They weren't that far behind him. Any, my point is a Every- few things. One, uh, they didn't kill him off officially because, in theory, they could have brought him back for another episode. But they right? didn't. Sure, but they could have. Right, they left but, that open. But two, oh, sorry, not every single ep- Law and Order episode does that. I'm not saying most I, don't. I'm not saying I don't like Law and Order because I don't I do. You, I don't think you said that. You said every Law and every, Order. Okay, every episode let me ends like that. This. Every episode I've seen That's of fair. Law and Order or Law and Order SVU, which is quite a few, because as I mentioned, my mm-hmm. roommate watched it a lot. Yeah. It always seems like it just ends halfway through a story or with a lot of different threads open, mm-hmm. which sure might make sense because that's how the criminal justice system might work, but I just think it's lazy writing. I disagree. You don't think it was lazy the way they ended this with, with like, they didn't, they didn't. This, this they episode didn't... is such a special case because they have fucking Robin Williams. Okay. But, but do, you th- do you not agree that it was maybe a little lazy with the way they ended that episode? I, I think it, I think absolutely. I don't know. I think that. Not to say I didn't like it. Sure. But I also, I also think to say that Okay, I, I don't know how many you've seen, but I would say 
I'd say a good 20 to f- twenty to 30, probably. Okay. There are hundreds. <laughs> yes. 20 of seasons of like 20 plus episodes, right? So uh, I, I just, in my experience, I've seen every episode except for the last maybe 10 or so, because I'm sure. catching up. Uh, some do have like unsettling endings, but yeah. more, more often, like usually they're not wide open like this i'll give you this sure this is not a it's not a good good ending okay i'll give you that it's but it's it usually there's there is closure in so far as like we won or we didn't win and yeah. the, you know this guy's this guy or girl got what's coming to him uh or they didn't and it sucks but we right. did everything we could or they got off on something awful and then it's whatever. it's just something i've noticed a long time ago and i've never seen it proven wrong to me i guess yeah. and i'm sure there are things out there that have but i don't know it it i guess maybe not necessarily like halfway through a story but just like very completely unsatisfying okay but i mean i guess it's also like you kind of said this but like i mean just because they're they're they're, they're, they solved one case doesn't mean other cases stop happening like things keep happening right it's i'm not saying i'm not saying Ah, anything about another case a lot of bad guys go to jail what you see a lot of bad guys go to jail in this show yeah that doesn't mean it has a satisfying ending no I want to see him get murdered. Oh, that does happen. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, that does happen. Um, okay, I, I liked the episode. I, I think I'm pretty sure I've seen it before, but awesome. I really enjoyed Robin Williams' performance, nice. and I feel like that's a, this is just a good ca- kind of show to have on while you're doing other things. You know? Mm, yeah. I mean, I, I watch new ones, like, but once I've seen it, it's do you watch it noise. like as they air now? Still? No. I, I mean, I I've, I've caught up. I've been on a binge the last few weeks on Hulu. Okay. Uh, catching up on just new seasons but yeah some some good ones when they like sometimes they do the thing where it's like hey let's talk about this real world issue yeah they always do like rip from the headlines right yeah i those can be a little awful yeah i agree i mean i like most svu episodes there are some where i'm just like i think it's like watching this to say i watched the episode literally a running thing in the law and order universe is the the rip from the headlines episodes where they like Mm -hmm. Where they, they like, preface it by saying, this is not a real person. But they also the upend, stories. They yeah. upend the production schedule to write this episode because mm-hmm. it's they're trying to get into production so quickly. Oh, yeah. I mean, they did a whole one on, um, what the fuck was it called? Uh, shit, I'm blanking. It's just Fortnite. something that happened Fortnite. recently. Probably. Sandy Hook. Uh, they did a school shooting one recently. 9-11? Uh, no, this show started... Actually, in 2001. Alabama banning abortion. Not yet, but it will. <laughs> okay. So, so which one are, what are you thinking of? I don't know. I, I literally, just a school shooting. There was a big school shooting mm. one early this season. Uh, oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was good. 72 out of 100 Thomas the Tank engines. <sighs> Thanks. I totally forgot about that. Um, <laughs> yeah. As far as Law & Order episodes go, this is a classic. It's not one of my favorites. Sure. But it's, it's, I don't know, it's always good to see Robin Williams again. Uh, this is like a 75 out sure. of 100 for me, Thomas the Tank Engines. What's the average for SVU episode for, for me? You? Yeah, what'd you say? 80, low 80s. Really? Yeah. Okay. I mean, and there are some like 90s, in the 90s for sure. Right. And there's some like, I watched you one yesterday. You should have picked a 100 one like, for uh, me. There's so many. There's really? like. There's so many 100 out of 100s for you? With so many episodes, it would have. It, oh, it, I see. I would have yeah. like, it would take me forever yeah. to pick yeah. one. But uh, yeah. What'd you. Is, you were about to say seventy five out of hundred. Yeah, you were saying. Oh no, no, I said I watched one recently that um, was like, just uh, like, it was just so bad. 
like, bad, like there's like, some there's some where they like try too hard to make a message hmm. and it's just like uh like it's just <laughs> not entertaining and like talk about unsatisfying endings it's like sometimes those episodes will end and you're like nothing happened yeah and i, I saw one of those recently okay um, I'm glad you at least noticed it. Like, oh, absolutely. There's some that suck. Yeah, like that. Not suck, not but suck. just like. I just feel like they don't. They don't have endings. They just feel like. I just feel like they end them halfway through. Yeah, a there's story. some that are just like it's 60 minutes of the middle of a story. Right, and the set and the episode always has part one in the title. So why are they always ending them halfway through? And why do they have part one in it? That doesn't make what any sense the fuck thematically. Are you talking about? Huh? What are you talking about? These episodes I'm talking about who, that always seem to end halfway through a story, uh-huh. they always have the words part one in the title. Why oh. Why are they always putting the words part one in the title? I just watched that episode and I turn it off and I'm like, what are you talking about, yeah. Law and Order? Yeah, <laughs> I, it's it's a stopping point for me. Right. So why why do they put part one in the title? It doesn't make I, any and you sense. Know what, you know what? I, I remember that happens when I see an episode that ends in part one. Yeah. I'm so frustrated at the end that yeah. they don't wrap up the story. I skip the next it's episode so and no- to yeah, boycott. Yeah. And then I just proceed with the episode after right, that. Right, exactly. That's the way I do it, too. So yeah, Sometimes there's missing characters, though, and I'm just like, I don't know, maybe they quit. But, but it's it's their fault, not mine, yeah. is the point I'm trying to make. That's fair. So we move on to the third thing that yeah. you've chosen for this evening. Yeah, and I just wanted to play some video games with my yeah. friend Jean. Uh, but she wasn't around, so oh, we played. That's cool. Uh, <laughs> no, we played a, a game called Overcooked. Yes. Uh, and I, I'm new to this, but you've played it before. I have. But it's a fun little co-op game. You can play single player, right? You can. You can it play single player. It doesn't seem nearly as fun. And you can play two player on a single controller, which I think is insane. Ooh. Like, but um, huh. it's a cooking game, essentially, right? Yeah, it's like one of those, like, you know, you see them advertised, it's like Genie's Diner. And it's like, you know, make the order and send it out and click on this and tap this to build the burgers and right. build the orders, build the shakes. Although it's this like that, is, but way more fun. Yes. And this is more focused on, I, I would say, communication between the two. Players. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I definitely noticed a difference in the levels where we talked to each other and didn't as much. <laughs> yes. Um, um, so essentially, you're like um, cute little characters, and you're in a kitchen, cats. and you have different tasks. The The main task is to send orders out. Yeah. And they tell Based you what... recipes. Yes. And the recipes show up in the bottom or the top left yeah. corner of the screen. And it's like, okay, make a soup, and it's like, you need three onions, so you have to cut three onions, but you have to get the onions from the box, cut them, put them in the pot. Take the pot, empty it into the bowl, put the bowl in the thing. And I love the even the little touch of, oh, the, dirt, the dish came back dirty, so you have to, like, wash it. Yes. And it's so like... So it's a lot of you and I, like, talking to each other, like, okay, I'll grab the onions, can you wash the dishes? And it's very much, like, things aren't in the same place in every level, so it's not like, oh, this area is always the chopping area, and this area is always this, and, like, sometimes the walls move, and sometimes this moves. Yes. They do some crazy things, parts. like, there was one earthquake level where the level cracked in half, so we yeah. were separated. On, like, two, like, I was, like, ten feet up. Um, what was another one? The, we were the on a pirate one? ship. Yeah, that's a cool... Yeah, the pirate one. Pirate ship, where it was, like, uh, the boat turned, and, like, the... the um, the, the middle wall would separate, so it basically just redesigned the level mid level. Exactly. It, it was a two. It was two specific patterns, so yes. you knew what to expect. But it like just had, you had to adjust your your tactics in the middle of the game. Some later ones change it up pretty interestingly, where uh, you're in like a haunted house and the hmm. lights go out, and you you have to you know half the lights go out, so you have to figure out. It's uh, like a Nintendo game. It's, it's like a Nintendo, Nintendo party game. game on PlayStation. Yes. Uh, it is on the Nintendo system. Sure and there was a sequel because it was very popular. It's a little indie game too, right? Yeah. It just kind of blew up. The first one was an indie game. And then the second one, they really like upped their budget because it got so popular. Oh, I'm sure. That's awesome. But it's like a, there's like a fun little story involved too. Yeah. It's, it's silly. 
where like it starts at the end of the world and there's the onion king who's like (laughs) just a a sentient onion with a crown on and a mustache and weird arms and he has a dog named kevin yes who just barks yeah and but like just little things like this really make me giggle where it's like you know the i i and i also appreciate this like whole like keeping language universal in video games where like mm-hmm. the characters don't really have a language it's like sim speak kind it's of whole sim or like animal crossing where it's right. like bam you're dead you're dead, you're dead. or uh, banjo kazooie reminded me yeah too. and then but like the, the subtitles tell you what they're saying yes or in this case speech bubbles but i love that like every time kevin talked he was like arf and then it just said arf <laughs> like, yeah yeah of like, course shit like that fucking kills me every uh, time but it was it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of levels in this game including DLC and then there's a sequel as well. But uh you and I were we got through the first world together. Yes, yeah, about 8 levels. Or yes. Um and I think you really enjoyed running into me. <laughs> it was so silly cuz these little little cooks are so or chefs are so kind of doofy. And you're very cartoony, but I, you told you made the mistake of telling me that the circle button gives you a little boost. So you just a little like speed boost. <laughs> yeah. And then I was like, oh, that that's mistake helpful. I thought would help you. Well, I, I shouldn't say that because it was helpful, but I, I unintentionally learned from that. If you bump into the people, they just go. It makes a funny like donk noise. <laughs> yeah. And it like pushes them off. And I never I honestly never bumped into you on purpose. But every time I did, I <laughs> you was so funny. Yeah, you, just because it's just like this little, like this funny, like oh, I'm a cat chef bumping into this like nerdy chef, and it's like oh, he's just trying to get fake meat to a thing to build a shitty burger. You also like, had you also <laughs> had like psychotic laughter, which like it's <laughs> like oh my god. Well, there, Steve. Was, there was one where there, like the, the oh, shape yeah. of the level is like basically a circle, and it it makes like. This is, this is, I would say this is one of the easier levels, but it was still really fun. Where it's just like basically you just move counterclockwise. Because it was only one lane, so we couldn't go, yeah. we couldn't around go past each other. So you had to like yeah. keep basically just create an assembly line. Yes, keep and, going running around in a circle. And it was fun, but there was one, I, I was like, I panicked and I was like, oh shoot, I forgot something. So I tried to like get around Chris, but I couldn't. So I just like basically bopped him. <laughs> He's like, bop, bop. <laughs> I just, I, I fucking lost it. It was very funny. It was, uh, okay. He's like, Steve, stop it. Steve, stop, stop. <laughs> I think I did say, Steve, stop, 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 yeah. stop. And my my Astro Possession girlfriend was like, it sounded like you were talking to a dog. Yeah. It, I was, oh, my God. I, it was just, but I don't know, not not too much to say about this, but it was. No, uh, it's, it's just very fun. It's it a fun, fun cute it's, game that I think. About communication and puzzles. And yeah. It's fun to thinking. play with if you have a significant other that you're looking for a game to play that they might not play video games yeah, often. Yeah, I've heard that. It's a two-button game, yeah. and it's, it's very fun. And, um. What I like, too, is that, like, with practice, you could get real good at it, too. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. In this level, we put our plates here. We put our tomatoes here. Our village here. Like, you can plan it out. You can way you plan it, it out. And we I were kind of this... running by the seat of our pants. Yeah, and we did a pretty good job. Agreed. But I could see this being at, like, an SGDQ. Ooh, or yeah. this game's done quick marathons that we go yeah. to. I could, I, 100%. Like, well, th- well, it's tricky because no. t- the levels are timed. Right, but it's just how many points you can get. So if you can do, oh, I guess yeah, the yeah. timing is always the same. Yeah. But uh, the amount of points you can get, I don't know. You never know. But I don't know. I, but you never know. This is like this is one of those things that if someone was good at it, I'd like to watch it because it's just like just like machine fucking knowledge of the just other like, co-op sh- game we like. Keep talking and every keep talking or everybody nobody, explodes. Keep talking and nobody explodes. Keep talking and nobody explodes. I've seen um, experts play that game and it's insane. Because they have like they have shorthand. Like, I was going to say they have like their own language. Yeah, they're like of. two, seven, one. Yeah, and they're just like going through things. I'm like, what the fuck we, is going on? We start develop. We started kind we of did. developing something. I like love that. playing that game too. We we reviewed that in our VR episode. Oh, it's really fun. Just to, just a little recap. If you don't feel like digging back a year and a half, we um, 
the game it's it's one person can see a bomb and one person has the manual to defuse the bomb yes. so the person who can see the bomb describes the different things that are on the bomb and they're like cool i have four wires so you have to turn the person with the manual has to find the page okay four wires all right uh is the top one red yes okay uh and it's a vr headset so yeah. you're like in the world yeah whoever has uh, the bomb that's it's really cool fun. so what do you give overcooked steve uh, i'm gonna give that a um uh 74 out of 100 but okay. definitely room to grow yeah i think uh, so temis tank engines i i played it a little more than you so i'm going 81 out of 100 times sure. the tank engine definitely fun just like simple fun yes like um, if i just wanted to like just play a game, it's like a cell phone game on the ps4 Four. and if you have someone <clears throat> if you have a lady friend over your place be like hey shut up and sit down and play this game with me yeah i only have one controller so uh touch it, my hand but accidentally, I don't know. This is foreplay for me, that, Steve Leishman. This, this, none of that is true. All right, Steve. Um, before we wrap up, I have a couple surprises for you. God damn it! What? Why'd you moan? I don't know. Are you upset about the surprises? I'm nervous. Why? Because I don't know. I'm, I'm I'm looking at the Paw Patrol covering coloring book behind you from our Paw Patrol yeah. episode. You're just, the one who's obsessed with Paw Patrol, not me. Yeah, I'm just I'm just nervous that it's not going to be tickets to Paw Patrol. Life. It's not. Um, it's not no. amazing. It's nothing incredible, but okay. here we go. Oh. Okay. Um, oh. Got a couple of peanut candies for you oh, that we talked about. Oh, okay. So you wanted peanut M&Ms. Sure. I still haven't had those. Yes. And I also got a Take 5 bar, which oh. I had mentioned in the peanut episode okay. that I really want you to try. You want to try it now? Yeah. So we can have sure. these now. Which ones would you rather have first? Try the Take 5. Okay. I have a fresh palate. So Take 5 is very interesting. It's a five-layer bar, and the five layers are... Peen- oh, sorry, pretzels, caramel, peanut butter, peanuts, and chocolate. Wow, you don't like chocolate? caramel, though. I forgot. Uh, I mean, that. sometimes. But uh, it's a lot. Sure. But you, but the, you really like this? I, I do. It comes in two chunks. Oh, do you want one? You know. I do. That's milk chocolate. Okay. I very much like the Take 5. Okay. Uh, I'm going to jump in. Yeah, go ahead. Mm. The pretzel really helps, I think. Um, oh, yeah. But I, I, I really like... There's a lot going on in it. I love a chocolate-covered pretzel. You do. Mm-hmm. Well, then you oh, that's kind of deep. I think the peanut butter really works in this one. It does. This is one where the peanut butter like works off of the other yeah, thing that's that. in it. That's good. Thank you. Yeah. Very simple, mm-hmm. um, but complicated at the same time. It's a better chocolate-covered pretzel. Yes, with the it's peanuts, like an peanut butter. It's chocolate-covered pretzel. <laughs> chocolate-covered pretzel leveled up. Is that? Yeah. I'm going to wait for you to finish chewing so we're not both just chewing into the mic That's loudly. Yeah, it's good. I like that. Yeah. I, I get it. And I would eat more of those. Again, as always, if it was dark chocolate, it'd be perfect. I but, mean, milk chocolate works at this one, though. Yeah, but dark chocolate always works better. Excuse me? You hear me. I refuse to hear. Okay. So uh, I'm about to eat my first peanut M&M, huh? Well, give a Are take five a review. It? Yeah. Oh. Why not? I don't know. Cause it's a gift. Review the fucking gift. <laughs> I need to know how much you bought. Five oh. out of a hundred. <laughs> Take five. It would be more if it was five alive. <laughs> mm. Your favorite thing to mention on this podcast or something. Not really. Uh, no, honestly, that's good. It's like an eighty out of a hundred. Yeah, I'm I'd give board. it. I give it eighty-five actually. Yeah. Um, Rare where I'm uh, higher. Chocolate-covered pretzels are just fucking great. So yes. that's like a chocolate-covered pretzel with a little more. That's high for you by itself. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So peanut M and M's. You've never had a peanut M and M. That's crazy. Yeah, you don't really like peanuts in general, though. I haven't been blown away by them. I mean, I don't dislike them, but I'm not like I don't know. I think pistachios are the best nut I've had. Agreed. I think these are better than regular M and M's. Personally, I gave you one green one. 
They're definitely thicker, right? Is it supposed to have an M on it? Uh, no, it's a W. Oh, shit. For okay. Wemawems. <laughs> right. Popped it in his gob. Hmm. Yeah, that's good. Yeah? Yeah. Is it gub? Half gub? Hmm. Interesting. It's like a different chocolate-covered pretzel. It's a saltiness, really. Yeah, it's chocolate and salt. I don't think I would have known it was a mm. peanut. No, no, I agree. I, don't th- I still don't think I really know what peanuts taste like. It doesn't have a strong peanut taste, though, by yeah. itself. It's just like a saltier, I like crunchier it. M&M. On board. Yeah? 100% well, on board. You, How do you feel versus regular M&M's? Because mm. you, you've, like, grown up with regular M&M's, actually. Yeah, I like, I mean, because I love the candy crunch, and I love just the chocolate. And, of yeah. course, I buy dark chocolate M&M's. But, uh, <laughs> but also, like, Smarties. You can't beat a Smartie for me. We've talked no, about those, yes. those Canadian Smarties. No, that's really good. I I would say it's kind of different. It's, I, honestly, two different candies. To yeah, me. I, I would agree. Because this, like I said, this... Is you like can still chocolate. taste that M&M chocolate, though, which is pretty unique. Yeah, in this candy shell. Here's the thing. With this, it's like, I don't know, a plain M&M is just chocolate. It's candy-coated chocolate. Right. And this is a candy-coated chocolate and salt. With, with yeah, I think it, the peanut's a little different. It's not just more. salt. Let me try uh, one more. Yeah, yeah. Help yourself. Yeah. Uh, shovel yeah. it in if you need. Oh, boy. He's trying to get it out. So <laughs> I like that they're, like, a lot bigger, too. So you can mm-hmm. you basically only I eat do one like at a time. I do like that, too. Because yeah, regular M&M's, you shovel like six in your mouth. Oh, I'm a, I'm a handful guy. My right. Mom, I think I've said this before. My mom's always said, there's two types of people in the room. Mm. People who eat M&M's one at a time, the people who eat them by the handful. I feel like one at a time M&M's are insane. That's my sister. Really? Yep. How long does it take her to get through a, a bag of them? Months. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. And it's like kind of a joke in the family because it's like my mom and I are like the sweet tooth dessert people. It's like, it's always a joke that we don't share desserts or like. When we were younger, my mom would be like, we'd have dessert at the table, like, we're out to a restaurant or something. She'd be like, oh, look, Haley's Common. We'd be like, what? What the fuck are you talking about? I mean, like, <laughs> like, we knew, obviously knew Haley's Common was there, but, like, we still looked because she pointed. And right. then, like, we come back, she's, like, chewing our tiramisu. <laughs> mom, you son of a bitch! Yeah, she, she's, she's a rascal. Yeah. Um, I, got, I got my sweet tooth from my mom. Really? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you fucking love desserts. I do. Although... My my astro projected girlfriend does too. We've never established person. that they're, you guys are different. So it's true. I mean, we both have done the podcast together. You have very similar interests. I but you can guys, also do Gene Boys. You guys have very similar interests, but you are very voice. different people. Ultimately, personality wise, uh, yeah, yes, very much so. Yes, yeah, um, I'm glad you liked those. Though. <clears throat> I did. Yeah, thank you. Um, cool. I liked them both. Yeah, it's both hits. Great. Uh, I'll, 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 for the sake of consistency, uh, I'll what give do you that, give it? Uh, I'll say 85. Yeah? Slightly that's pretty better high. than the... Um, you know what I think it is? I think I don't like peanut butter. Yeah, well, I was going to say there's peanuts and peanut butter in there. Although yeah. I liked the peanut butter more than the peanuts in the Take 5. Of, of, Oops, all, oopsie, of all the peanut like, candies I've had, this is probably my favorite. Excuse me, peanut butter candies I've had. This okay. Is probably my, like, I, you like that better than Reese's? I did. I honestly actually would maybe think that's a little i don't know i don't know you know actually. what i need to try is the reese's cups with the reese's pieces in right them. it's the same but just some little, some extra texture in there yeah i don't know i'm also i'm a big texture eater so that's something. that's true that's true I don't know. very good thank you you're welcome cool. hey happy birthday steve thanks um even though we're recording this <laughs> several weeks before your birthday Not that many like, only a couple. <laughs> three um about three right how do, how do you know that faster than me i don't it's may 18th yeah and my your birthday is birthday's june 6th june 6th yeah yeah it's three weeks and what tell tell everybody why we're recording so well early, you'll hear about it in next week's assignment oh so okay <laughs> no i can say it yeah should i i'll say it when i say the next week's assignment yeah, then i'll yeah, elaborate the next on week's it. assignment but we don't know it 
next week's assignment. But let's put these uh, reviews up the tube first. Oh, we didn't do that last week either. We so didn't. I was actually going to tell you, and then I forgot as I was remembering. Well, to tell since you. it's still right next to me, I still have the chicken pot pies right next okay. to me. In fact, I uh, genetically cloned. I'll some open more. up the pie tube. Yeah. And you open up the birthday tube. Hooray! <laughs> oh, confetti came out. Yeah, once in a while. All right, I'll put the pies up the pie tube. You put up the review, the birthday up the birthday tube. Okay, okay ready? All right. Um, should I get next week's review? Uh, yeah. Okay. And what did you make for your uh birthday? Uh, be careful. Be careful. Oh shit! Be careful. Uh, it's a oh, it's a pinata filled with confetti and pins and pins. Why? Th- that's why you told me to be careful because I pricked my little. Thingy. It's a pinata, dumbass. Well, you take everything so literally. Aya, aya, indeed. Aya, 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 aya. Well, read the dang oh, thing. God damn it. Here's next week's assignment. It, it I like comes that these, the... these my Steve Corner's gotten so much less elaborate. Just be like, <laughs> oh, this is, this is from Saw one through five, and <laughs> Matt Damon was there. <laughs> and I was just like, I made it a, a different thing this week. Yeah, I think um, last last week you got real gross. <laughs> don't say anything to me. All right, um, next week's assignment comes in the form of limerick. <clears throat> We've recorded multiple eps in a short time span, but why would we do this exhausting plan? It's quite simple, see? Chris is gonna go wee. But, t- <laughs> but two weeks later, we'll be tasting Japan. Uh, you want, should I just say it? I mean, it's clear. I'm going to Japan for two oh. weeks. So I'm, not. Um, I'm, I'm not. being actually projected to Japan, With and his... so is my girlfriend. Yep, not me. No, Gee. you have to stay here for two weeks by yourself. I have to dust the floor. For two weeks. Yeah, and since we have no place to put the dust uh we kind of just move the pile around um but and and this is true i am deliberately underpacking my suitcase so i can come back with a shitload of things to try that's fine what do you mean that's fine that's awesome like i I don't think that's awesome that's why i was telling you i don't think that's something you have to justify i don't think it's like a weird i wasn't saying it too i was saying this is it's funny and it's great oh yeah and you went that's fine neat well no i i I, the way it was presented i thought you were being like I, I'm I'm I'm, ner- I'm I'm nervous no. to admit this. No, 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 no. I was doing it on purpose, and I'm excited for it. I, I'm gonna get some weird shit. So yeah, um, I've heard the. Uh, actually, I think it was Gene who was telling me. It's like I could be saying it wrong, but like the video game district of Japan, Akibahara. Like, that's like a real thing, right? Yes, it's the anime video game district. We we have an entire day devoted to it. You're so. my, you're not coming back. <laughs> my mind's gonna explode for sure. Yeah, I take lots of pictures there. That's gonna be really cool. Uh, what yeah. are you most excited about? Because um, I think it'll be interesting to do this now and say what are you most yes. excited about, and then we're going to Tokyo Disney. I'm pretty excited for that. Okay, um, is is that like you know I you probably I don't even know if you know the answer, but is that like I'm just trying to picture Disney somewhere else. I did a case study on Hong Kong Disney in grad school, which is real exciting. But like I'm just trying to think of what it, I just feel like it's our Disney, but ramped up to uh, the Japan standard, Man. which is you know insane. I just love the idea of like like an anime Donald Duck, just like with like a mohawk <laughs> and like. I don't know. Like, Donald Duck's is Sora from Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> yes. Um, that would be we, awesome, actually, if Sora was walking around. I Japan. really wish. We're going to the Square Enix Cafe to try some Kingdom Hearts food. Is that in It's the uh, sea salt ice cream that you maybe have seen. Oh, the <laughs> stupid lollipops. Yes. Or, or we're going to have one of those. Awesome. No, it's not Disney. It's an Akibahara. Okay. Um, and then we're going to a digital art museum, hmm. which I've seen pictures of on the internet, and it looks fucking mind-blowing. Um, it's like it, I, it's hard to explain, but uh, that um, we're going to uh, uh, Wagyu Kobe Beef Ugh, Restaurant. That's awesome. 
Um, and then silly question: Is it yes. cheaper there? That you know, Wagyu beef. Yeah. I found a place that's uh, during lunch. It's very cheap, and during dinner, it's very expensive. Like more than here. So, like during lunch, you can find lunch for like with Wagyu beef, like twenty bucks. Dinner, uh-huh. it's like one hundred and fifty. Oh, okay. Are you gonna do like a nice dinner somewhere? Yes, okay. we 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 made a reservation for a Kobe beef place, and oh, then. Nice. Um, I'm also going to a Japanese baseball game, which I'm really excited. I'm excited for you. Yeah, it's kind it of sounds, bonkers. I've, I've, I've heard it's seen. insane. But yeah. uh, and there's like 25 other things. I'm going to a, a squirrel garden, where that's uh, you mean heaven? Yeah, exactly. Are you dying? So there's a squirrel garden that's an hour and a half away. So we would have to travel for three hours, and I had to sit down and be like, I have to do this. Yeah, if you're not if if you're not familiar, Chris is obsessed with squirrels. He mm-hmm. calls them chippos. Uh, there's yep. various and I'm like, I, I have to do alert. Um, yeah, you absolutely have to. <laughs> so I'll be experiencing that as well. And then we're going to do a bunny cafe for Gene as well. Well, I'm glad you both get your fuzzy, soft, fuzzy little creature <laughs> moments. <laughs> I couldn't decide if I wanted to say soft or fuzzy first and my brain exploded. Uh, well, can I make your brain explode one more time? Mm, sure. Okay. Can you, do you have a straw? Not on me. Do you, uh, can you get one? Do you have one? Yes. I'm going to poke it in your ear. Uh-oh. Has your brain exploded yet? This is a bad birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday to you. I hate you. I love you. What? Get over here. Steve, get over here. Steve, get over here. Steve, get over here. Don't you sigh, Gene. Steve, get over here. Steve, get over here. We have to test. I don't care if it's your fucking birthday. Well, it's not my birthday. What? It's not my birthday yet. Sing happy birthday to yourself sadly. Happy birthday to you, Steve. You look like a monkey and you smell like one too. I know.